Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Where do you want to procure as your lodging for the evening? It really is a, a choice between two, really. See, Egg's a little bit uh, heartbroken because he does like his eggs, like runny, his bacon greasy, and his potatoes burnt. So the flop house sounded amazing to him. One vote for the flop house. Uh, what about you, Cloud? How do you get comfy at night? The flop house does sound interesting. Well, uh, she did say that there were high prices, and I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm the one with the script here, and you all expect me to pay for your lodgings for the evening? How much do we know? Did they say how much a high price is? She didn't, but I'm going to have a look for you now, um, just so I can give you... Egg, you got like 20 script left, or 10 script, or... I, I think I gave it all to you. Yeah, there's um, 30 script we got. You paid, and we... you paid for the um, surgery, didn't you, or whatever? Yeah. Did I? I can't yeah, remember I wrote what it I paid down for. how much actually we have. Something like five script a night. Per person? Yeah. Ooh. Damn. There's four of us, right? Yeah, so it'll be 20 script. So we can stay one night with what we I have. Where is the. Gunsmith. It was in the industrial zone. Yeah. And where was Widow Twanky's? That's Widow maybe Joe's a bit junior. high, actually. I might. I th- I'd say it's two script. Two script. And where was Widow? That's there, is it? That's in the entertainment district. Yeah. I mean, we could always try like then. There might be extra information we can find out because there's lots of talking going on there. 
but we need to get I need some bullets and some dynamite. Well, uh, I, I tell you what, Egg, maybe we can have a little uh, chat about this as we walk towards and maybe uh, load up on some weapons. I really need uh, uh, to sharpen my sword. I need some extra bullets for my rifle. and Maybe I'm going to pick up myself an extra little katana. And uh, I'm sure you all want to get some more bits and bobs as well. So maybe we can walk over there and then uh, we can decide where we want to stay because we still got to... We still got to survive because it don't matter if uh, <laughs> we're going to stay anywhere tonight if we dead because uh, we'd be staying in a grave. I also like everything keeps talking about this well. So I vote for Mr. Clyde go down there on a rope <laughs> and have a look. Well, uh, well. I guess we can get to that. Uh, we'll get some weapons. We'll meet Mr. I, I don't know how you're going to get her a mask that's purple and how she's not going to stand out. But uh, maybe uh, once we get some masks, we can all wear them so we don't look so uh, out of place. I, I would imagine that my dream woman's favorite color would be brown. I'm not sure why she picked purple. So you guys are walking towards the industrial zone whilst you're chatting. And um, you can see that this whole zone is focused around the main soulstone mineshaft um, that basically took innocence from a small settlement to the boom town that it's now become. This part of town is where a number of industries have set up shop. There is the tannery. Um, there is a lot of noise uh, and assaults on the senses as you start to get into the industrial zone. Uh, it seems that few people actually live in this region. Most folk come to the zone basically to work their shift in the mine or in one of the other establishments. And you can see that um, there are a lot of miners around, like perhaps between shifts, and they're easily identified because they've got, you know, marks of rock cutting upon their flesh where they've been like nicked by rocks that have been like maybe exploded or chipped away they've got dark stains of certain oil on their clothes the distinctive smell of soulstone dust that never quite seems to leave them and there is a, a palpable tension these aren't happy people um they're occupied and the violence of the neverborn attacks is quite clearly um Add in some tension to these hard-working folk. Um, highlights of this district as you're walking, you can see um, there is a shop called the Shop of Uncommon Wonders. And it looks interesting. Just even looking into the window, you can see finely crafted pneumatic limbs, clockwork birds. Um, even she recognized some ancient Three Kingdoms vases and curiosities. Uh, it's certainly an interesting shop. Uh, you can instantly smell the tannery, which is much further west into the zone. It's a horrible smell. Um, it looks like it's closed. Although you'd received intelligence that it was a front for Dr. DeFresny. Um, sorry, so the, there's the tannery. Um, there is a... Cor I don't know how to say this. Corral? Corral, yeah. Corral. Like um, a horse, like a... Yeah. Horse place. There is a corral um, on the edge of town. Um, what can I tell you about that? It looks like it's been converted into a training yard, basically. Um, it looks empty at the moment, but it looks like someone's made like a shooting range and like targets 
like dummies and stuff have been made basically it looks like oh, it's not a suffering horse thing, like a military. well it, it it was a horse training corral but it looks like it's fallen into neglect and been modified a little bit there's no sign of anyone in there and there is the soulstone mine itself which is like this open sinkhole really uh, a pit with cartloads of spoil being brought in and out of it it is a hive of activity it's just bustling with people and uh, the deeper you go down you, you can see like tunnels and whatnot are being built and there's also a railway station that is not connected it is secured and boarded up it looks like it's part of black feathers hannibal crow's plans but for the future but it's not been realized and there is the cohagen weapon smiths do you want to role play a bunch of stuff or do you want me to just go through it quicker we can go through it, especially with lee not here we'll yeah. kind of should we just give you a shopping list of things we want and you can give us so i'll give you a rough general bit of information so you walk into the weaponsmiths um you kind of there's the clamor of the mine the clatter of wagon wheels moving goods around there's the hammer on anvil sounds of an active blacksmithy and that sound itself is coming from bart and bradley cohagen's chop it is divided roughly in half with one side focused on general blacksmithing and melee weapons and the other featuring primarily firearms and gunsmithing services so um Bart is the gunsmith and he's quite friendly. You get a few minutes of just him being friendly and talking shop with you guys, uh, seeing if you're firearms enthusiasts. He's particularly interested in Clyde's pistols and your shotgun egg. In contrast, his twin brother Bradley is quiet and quite standoffish. He doesn't want to talk. You can see that they're experienced with weapons and... Um, Hello, just interrupting the podcast. This is future Josh. Lee was having some technical difficulties and uh, he swiftly rejoins us at this moment. I think it's funny to hear how he comes in. Enjoy this hot off the press. I get so, I get so frustrated with shit like this. Mm. With anything. <laughs> well, no, just, just stuff that don't make sense. You're working and all of a sudden you're like, nah, fuck it. It's like your technology, you've already been sorted out. Don't decide if you're going to work or not. Just fucking work. <laughs> or I'll come down there and I'll fucking end you because you're a piece of fucking wire. Okay? I'll shove you down my app, si. That's how my laptop died. What, you, you ended yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, punched through the... No, I punched yeah, it. Punched it. <laughs> Great. Are you recording, Lee? Yeah, I'm recording now. Cute. Let's do a test in one, two... Three, test. 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 All right. So you guys are in the weaponsmiths. You've got um, melee weapons and firearms one side. You're in the industrials only. Um, what did you want to buy here, She? Was it a sword? Um, yeah. As I've just um, increased my, what was it? My One of my abilities was like a dual, um, what was it again? Sorry. Paired weapons. You want yeah, a paired, paired weapons. katana, don't you? So, yeah, if I can get two of the same katana or a katana that's similar to the one I've already got, then I can, like, cut fools up real quick, so. So, standoffish Bradley, the twin, Cohagen, um, he presents you with a katana for 10 script. Oh, yeah, down for that. I'll pay him, pay him some money. Done. Anyone want to buy anything whilst you're here? I want to buy some slugs. Yeah, how much are bullets? Anybody got any money? 
I think you can get 20 for three script. Mr. Clyde, can you use some of that money that I found in those people's pockets to pay for this, please? They kind of owe me if you think about it in a weird way. Mr. Clyde. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sorry, I thought uh, Sean was called Clyde. Sorry, that's my own bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting for him to answer. He's like, Sean, is he getting gone? <laughs> You've said three words all session. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give him that. Okay, so you get uh, 20 shells, slugs. Anyone else want to get any equipment whilst you're in the oh, weapons? Do they have dynamite? Sorry. Sorry. Explosives, eh? They do have dynamite, yeah. How much? I don't know. Uh, let's say... I'm going to say 30 script, Oof. based on what I can see here. Her dynamite? I could get a gun for that. Doesn't make sense. I imagine a mine in town dynamite would be pretty easy to come by. So they do. Let's say... For f here we go. They've got grenades here. Five grenades is 20 script. So let's say 20 script and it'll give you five sticks. How much money have I got left, Mr. Clyde? 18. Wait, how much were the bullets? Three. So 19. Yep. I'll give you 19 script for those dynamite. <laughs> 19. 19. Make That's a can make a barter check, um, which <laughs> would be um, barter tenacity. This is not hard. Ten, uh, maybe seven. The, actually, I love the, the way you you say it's not hard. Um, Let's go seven because <laughs> yeah. that was quite hard. Barter tenacity. Uh, so I got three. Do you want to cheat it? It's just one script. <laughs> Not for one script. <laughs> All right. 20. You've got five sticks of dynamite. I haven't got 20. I've got 19. <laughs> oh. He basically just kind of like shakes his head and like just gives you it. You've got... <laughs> I didn't make the pull, but I still did it. I annoyed him. It's just one script. It, yeah. You're doing good trade in there, so like. Mr. Clark, can you pay the man, please? I hand over twenty-two script. Okay. Anyone else want to buy anything whilst you're in here? How much are long arms? Long arms. So, um, let's How have much a look. Money do we have? She well, you has, guys have got nothing. Yeah, I've got, got loads of money. Now. Sean's fucking rich. I got all the money. I deliberately didn't ask him because I see how standoffish he'd been about. It, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was he quite standoffish about the money? Yeah. You could get a blunderbuss for about three script. That's not a long. You can that's get. That's a yes. Yeah, well, it's considered a blunderbuss in the long arms, but um, it's like a. I guess I'm guessing it's very muskety. Um. For five script, you can get rifles um, up to basically twenty-five script for a machine gun. How the fuck did I just take twenty script for five sticks of dynamite <laughs> when you can get a fucking sniper rifle for? Five. Get... It doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't know. I thought it'd be well expensive. They're the same as a grenade, so I'm going to say yeah, that's pretty fair. Are you going to? But I'm guessing like grenades. Can we? If if I bought grenades, I'll I'll got grenades are fine. 
Yeah, basically. They'll be as explosive as a grenade. So pretty fucking big, I thought. Pretty dangerous. So, yeah, up to 25 script if you want proper deadly, but as oh, cheap as three script. Please don't let me near the well. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, You're in control of your own character, joke. Sam. <laughs> That's why I said, please don't let me near it. <laughs> so I want to get a rifle, basically. How much are you looking to spend here, Lee? However much I, I she gives him. Do I? <laughs> yeah. She yeah, gonna give, give you ten. Ten. For a handy. For ten, well basically you could get either give me a blowy for twenty infield musketoon f- for five. <laughs> <laughs> or the hawk and rifle for five. So the Enfield Musketoon is basically a single shot muzzle loaded weapon. Um the Hawkins rifle, uh Considered to be the most durable and reliable musket on the market. Um, issue, standard issue, basically. Uh, it's pretty accurate. But when aiming, you basically first pull the rear trigger, which sets the front trigger. And once set, the front trigger becomes an incredibly sensitive hair trigger that fires the gun at the slightest pressure. Are they all just single fire before they need to be reloaded? Um, they are single fire, one shots each. Jesus. You want to get some pneumatic stuff. If if you want, the next up would be the volley gun, which is 20 script, though. That's got a capacity of seven shells. It's a multi-barrel gun, though. Yeah. What the Um, fuck? Is that a mini gun? Is there no, like, rifles that... 14 script, Chesterfield. How the fuck can he buy a volley, basically a minigun for 20 script? <laughs> it doesn't make sense about it's, the dynamo. It's fair. If, if, if grenades are 20, then it makes sense that, that dynamite would be that. Hmm. It's basically the same thing. They're probably more devastating than... Uh, He's Googling yeah, of course that he is. Googling, clip, Googling clip, like a clip, motherfucker. Clip, 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 clip. I think the Chesterfield is the one you're after. Uh, yeah, I want something that's not... Um... 10 capacity. It's a rifle. Uh, it's 14 script, though. Max damage is 5. She... Grant DuPont is asking for 4 more script. Well, uh, I tell you what. I was only being... Uh, yeah, I was only roughhousing with y'all... Uh... Your money is my money, and my money is your money. I meant uh, you guys helped me take down those uh, those rascals earlier where I took them heads and, and cashed them in. So uh, I think it's only fair. I saw you, Crant DuPont, take your fists and put them right through that guy's skull. Now, that almost cost me the bounty because we couldn't, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> distinguish what the guy was was looking like. But uh, I tell you what, uh, whatever you want, we're going to go on a, a patrol tonight. I want all of y'all, whatever it is y'all need, I want y'all to be uh, fully equipped for tonight. And uh, Egg, I want y'all to look after Allison as well. So maybe pick her out something uh, a little explosive as well. Do they have a girl's gun? <laughs> oh. Do they have a girl's gun? <laughs> Go on, Sam. Um, they've got what a flamethrower. What does gun look like? Oh. They've got like a grenade a launcher. Pistol, they call them pistol. Uh, they've got a mortar pistol, gun. A one-pounder swivel gun. I, I, I can't buy a fucking <laughs> grenade launcher because it costs 20 fucking script to put. Well, these are big bucks. Um, there's a six-pounder, which I'm guessing is like a, a cannon. My penis. 500 script. 
six pound. Five. So what's, the well, next, think, what's the next yeah. long rifle up for me? The next rifle up from the Chesterfield mm. would be. Are you going for capacity here? Yeah, I want something There's powerful a mach- and, and no, I want like single. Twenty-five shot. script. It's twenty-five script. Eighteen capacity. Deadly full auto machine gun. Sounds amazing. No, I don't. Want, I want a rifle. <laughs> Um, the most, what's look. the most powerful rifle? <laughs> Who's our tank here, by the way? Howes pattern eighteen seventy four, uh, six damage. Um, it is one capacity though. How much Big, is it? Uh, twenty script. So it's literally like shoot. How many? What? What's the action like to reload it? One AP. How many AP? Per? Two AP. Two. Per. So oh, reload, so shoot, shoot, reload, shoot. Reload. Oh, right. So yeah. what's the range? Uh, the range is 24 yards. How does that work then, 24 yards? I think... Uh, I'm not... It would have to be 25 for this to work. Because mm. this is, I'm guessing, still is the... I don't know how far a yard measure, is. Well, it'd have to be based off this. This is, this is all foot. Yeah. Mm. What's... So, uh, how how many feet are in a yard? Three. Twelve? I think it's three. Is it actually three? Okay, Google. It's, it's, it's actually it, How many feet in a yard? One yard equals three feet. Hey, nice. Jesus well done, fucking son. Christ. Why does what's, no one trust me? What's 24 times three? 60... 72. 72 feet, then? Oh, so fucking far, then. Yeah. So, all of the map. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a long range. All of the map. Um, yeah, 20 I'd script. Get, I'd like to get one of those. House pattern 1874 then. I will add that later to your sheet. So, Josh. Yeah. Uh, I can just make dynamite. Oh, yeah? Do you want a refund? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He basically takes one script as admin fee. But you get a refund. Yeah, give me 19. Okay, thank you. 21. So it gives me 19. 21. Yep. No, because I still got my... No, right, just, yeah. yeah, just a dynamite. But I, right. I gave him one less anyway, so... Yeah. Um. So Lee's got the Howl Pattern 1874 rifle, which packs quite a punch with hell of a range. Clyde, is there anything you want to pick up from the weaponsmiths? Is there any um magic weapons in here? Or any elemental no. kind of... No, this is all um, mechanical, regular. There's some pretty special looking stuff. Like it looks like they tinker around with heavy guns. Um, there's archery equipment. There looks to be some sort of harpoon gun. Um, a range of pistols, shotguns, different types of ammo. Um, it looks like they can fuck around with weapon mods as well. There is armor. If you was after things like kite shields or um, bucklers. All sorts of shit, basically. If you want it, these guys could... And it's a, a gun or a melee base, they could probably do it for you. I will buy some parts for some dynamite. How much is nitroglycerin? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, 19 script. <laughs> so the grenades were... That's the ammo. The grenades listed for Saturday mm. 21s. They're grenades for a... Grenade, grenade launcher. launcher. They're not just yeah. normal grenades. So. so the grenade launcher at maximum would do six blast damage. 
six so damage. I've I've got the literally it says because I've got the explosive talent, I can craft things. Example: yeah. craftable items. Um, I I'll say if you want to craft it, and it for for you to make a comparative amount, it'd be half as much. So ten. Okay. I'll ten script. Mr. Clyde, can you pay the man ten? Ten nitroglycerin. Giving it to the nitroglycerin. This is the good stuff to go boom. You get all of the stuff to make your own blasting caps and all that shit. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Everyone happy? Yeah. Well, uh, Egg, what did you pick out for Miss Dade? What's her weapon of choice? Now, uh, take into account that she's there to uh, to monitor what's going on, so she needs a pencil and a pen in one hand and, uh, you know, a notebook, but she needs some, uh, some weaponry as well. I got this. Uh, and then on the counter, there's a pen, but there's a button. When you press it, it becomes a knife. It is a pen knife. <laughs> oh, my God. Cannon. Uh, yep. Done. And it, it, it's, if Tagline says the pen is mightier than the sword, I think you will like this. <laughs> Done. <laughs> One script. <laughs> Alright, so you guys walk out of the weaponsmiths uh, loaded up with new weapons and toys to play with. Um, the afternoon sun is starting to come down. I'll head back to that antiquity store nice and quickly. I don't want to drag things out and I'll buy a mask from there. Do they have any masks? Uncommon Wonders? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you walk in, um, you see a very intriguing looking fellow. I'll show you what he looks like. Um, he's a bald gentleman, uh, very dashingly dressed. Um, he's got like a tartan waistcoat. He's wearing a suit, but he's got a pneumatic arm on his left arm. It looks incredibly heavy duty. Um, very powerful pneumatic metal arm. Um, it looks like he packs quite a punch, but he's also wearing like a cloak, a blue cloak, really, like dashingly swept over on his, his right side. And um, he's a bald fellow with almost like cauliflower ears and these round rimmed spectacles. Um, quite a striking individual. And I will show you a picture of what he looks like if I can fucking find him. Here we go. And I'll show it to you guys. You walk into the shop and um, instantly see this chap with his pneumatic um, limb. And Uncommon Wonders is a um, pretty enjoyable looking shop. Yeah, good morning. Hello. Wow. Good afternoon. Your egg ugly. <laughs> Your cone ugly. Uh. <laughs> I meant that in a nice way. Um, me too. Me too. My name is Egg. What's your name? Uh, Professor Wickers. This your shop. <coughs> and he coughs and kind of like wipes his his mouth with a handkerchief. Uh, and he... some spittle hits Egg in the face, but he doesn't even blink. And he goes, "Yes, yeah, yes, N yes. It's, it's my shop. Yes. I want a mask. Ooh, what sort of mask for your face?" Egg would like stop for a He'll go to answer and be like, kind of a mask. Yeah, face mask. No, I mean for your face, because it's so, you, you know. And he does like that hand signal over his face. That, that, <laughs> uh... Handsome. Mama said that I'm handsome. Is your mama blind? <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's got the cataracts. Mm. <laughs> well, um, I, I do have some 
masks and he pulls out like um one of the is it kabuki masks the japanese like theater masks and he says uh fresh from uh fresh from the three kingdoms this mask is a an authentic kabuki mask next um okay and he rummages around and he's like someone around here somewhere and he pulls out this very um rustic wooden mask Apparently from um, Africa, this Next. mask it's from the movie The Mask. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was proper movie voice. That was <laughs> from the movie The Mask. Uh, <laughs> he scratches. He scratches his bald head and says, well, "Is there something specific you're looking for?" It needs to be purple, maybe like a pottery or something like that. Something pretty. I don't have a purple mask. I can. Just about guarantee you that. Uh, and he kind of flexes, like does this tapping thing with his pneumatic hand on the table, like he's thinking and considering. No, I don't think I've got one. Well, what was that k- kabuki mask you had first? Kabuki mask. Egg, egg, might I just uh, jump in here for a second? I know a little something about this uh, kabuki mask here. How about we uh, get both of them masks, that African mask and the kabuki mask, and then uh, we can come to some sort of arrangement, and I'll take care of these egg. You don't have to spend any more of your script there. What do you say, uh, Mr. Wilkers? Uh, what do you say for both of them here masks? Uh, Professor Wickers and uh, five script, I'm afraid. Now you're saying five script each or five for both no, totally. of them? Hmm. Okay, I'll take both of them masks and uh, egg. You can uh, give this African mask to uh, to your friend then, and I think I'll uh, take this kabuki mask for myself. I think this will look mighty dashing. I wanted to have the kabuki one. Please. Well, egg, how much money y'all got? I got ten script. You got ten script. Well, you can pay me 10 script for this mask. And you can... <laughs> so just out of curiosity, a mask is five script, which is more expensive than two nights in a high-end hotel. I don't fucking know. These, these are antiques. Well, it would be. It would be. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. But these are like, this is an exotic shop. It's a shop of uncommon wonders. And yeah, you pay, you pay for then, this. Uh, back then, places to stay would have been dirt cheap. Places to drink would have been dirt cheap. But people who make things, they would have been more expensive. Hmm. As you complete the transaction, Professor Wickers coughs again. And this time, he has quite a coughing fit, actually. And he kind of like, he has to put his pneumatic hand out to steady himself on the table. And you can see that the tensile strength that this can generate is phenomenal, actually. And um, he kind of like, He's clearly in pain and kind of like fumbles with this blue handkerchief and wipes his mouth. And you can see that there's blood on the handkerchief. And he takes a minute, like bent over on this desk and then stands up and regains his poise and tucks his um, handkerchief back into his waistcoat pocket and just wipes his mouth. And he goes, no, I do apologize. You're, you're long for bleeding. Mm. <laughs> now, Mr. Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, Professor Wickers, we got a little friend who we've uh, bumped into. Do you know uh, Antoinette Dufresne? Uh, yes. 
Now, have you gone and seen yourself about uh, that here cough you got going on, sir? It sounds like maybe you need some doctoral assistance. Um, his face kind of like, there is like a resigned sadness to his face. And he just says, well, thank you for your concern, sir. Do not, do not worry about me. I, um, <coughs> I, um, uh, it's all under, all under control. If you say so, sir, and I'll flick five script on the desk and take the masks. This cough's uh, poor taste. I think we all need masks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, this won't play for ages, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Do you, got a t- you got a touch of the COVID? <laughs> COVID-21. Um, there is a little trickle of blood uh, that he hasn't noticed that's coming from the corner of his mouth. Um, Egg will hop up onto his desk and grab his um, handkerchief and blot his face with it. It's okay. Things are gonna be okay. You'll be better soon. You, you just need some chicken soup. That's what Mama used to give me. He kind of smiles and he says, uh, oh, "Well, that's, that sounds good. I wish it was that simple." Uh, thank you. Thank you. Just, just chicken soup. You take your chicken, put in your soup. Come on, Egg. I think uh, I think this man's got a few more problems than uh, chicken soup can uh, take care of. How about we uh, go and get ready for uh, this battle we got going on? Is there any uh, special uh, cloaks or and or pistols in there? Just out of um, There's like an antique firearm that won't function. It's a display piece. Some finely crafted pneumatic limbs in display all around the shop. And you get the impression like he's probably worked on his own pneumatic limb. Um, ranging, uh, a range of styles um, and, and augments. Um, there's schematics on the desk, actually. It looks like he was actually working on something. But um, as, uh, you know, as you cursorily take a glance around, he kind of like rolls the schematics up. Um, there is clockwork birds there are some instruments there is um uh, quite a nice looking uh mandolin on the wall with like this ornate tortoise shell um uh, work on on it there is um just a lot of interesting treasures really um there looks like to be a collection of cigars that um in a box that look pretty nice by right by the cash register there is just some ornate clockwork watches, um, music boxes, ornaments. It's just full of treasure and knickknacks, but high quality. Okay. So no cloaks or anything? No, not clothing. Okay. No. no. Okay, no problem. You want a Phantom, from the, Phantom of, of the Opera Cloak or something? Yeah, you have to go with your mask. <laughs> On the way out, yeah. uh, Egg will just say, Do you know who Damascus Romeo is or what it is? No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, I don't. Mm, I figured. And Egg will carry on. Good, good day. Good, good day. Job. And he, he, as you leave, he frantically unravels the um, schematics on his desk and begins resuming whatever he was up to. Okay, what's next? So we have two things to do today, or in general, is to go under the well 
and also meet up at we did, eight I, o'clock. We didn't have to do that today. Mm-hmm. No, and uh, what, what's the time now, Josh? I would say it's probably getting close to five o'clock now. Okay. Um, you do see out by the corral, um, you hear gunshots um, and you can see that there is an individual in the corral um, taking pot shots with pistols at one of the dummies. There's bottles and cans set up and he's just shooting them up. And he seems to be quite a good shot from the distance that you're at. It's a, it's a reasonable distance. You can How just far see... away? <sighs> I'm not a distance person, but Fucking hell. you're gonna miss less than so twenty-five. Oh! <laughs> I would say uh, towards the top end of your range with the you could you could you could hit one of these shots. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a go. Okay. <laughs> so target-wise, there is three dummies set up in what would have been like an like a in the corral where the horses would be like um, running around. Three dummies um, there with like targets on the faces and the chests. There's also on the back fence behind them, there are different bottles and tin cans um, that this guy is shooting. And you can see once you actually have a look, he's also freely drinking from something and staggering around a little bit like he's drunk, but he's a pretty, pretty good shot. Is there anything in particular you would like to aim for? Uh, what's something that's quite s- small? There's some bent over tin cans and a glass bottle. Oh, he also has a glass bottle in his hand. I was thinking that, but I don't want to shoot him. That he's swigging what, from. What would be the uh, the what's the tooth? What's the what are the things to make the shot? Be long arms, cunning, and something else. This would be. Um, let me just. I've got it open here. Sorry, long arms. This is my blue something. bookmark. Uh, for this shot, it would be range combat. So long arms, intellect. Uh, I didn't hear any of that. Oh, long sorry. arms. Oh. Okay. Uh, long arms. And it, well, it depends what you're aiming for here. So I've got a plus six. I will say, once you're inspecting him, he's he's wearing like this dark green poncho and he's got like um, a bandana and um, he's got like a knee pad on and wearing, strapped around his chest is... Um, like the I can't remember what they're called that the bullets are in bandolier he's got a bandolier and tied to that on like some a leather cord he's got something flapping around kind of kidney height and you reckon when you squint the sun out of your eyes as it's setting in the west um, he he's got a skull flapping around on that so that's potentially another target if you wanted to shoot this skull out it's yeah, entirely up to you. No, no, I want the, I want the, I want the drink out of his hand. Okay, so I'm going to say if you're going for the drink out of his hand at this distance, I would describe that as a difficult shot. That is. It's difficult. Target number thirteen. Easy. Done. That's a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> On a nineteen. Um, you, in the middle of the industrial zone, pull out this new rifle, um, line up the shot, and there are a couple of miners stopping in their tracks as they're walking you know, back. Maybe their shift's just finished. They just look at you. One of them nudges his mate, 
looks at all of you guys armed to the teeth with new weapons and previous gear. And they just walk off. And you line this shot up and you fire. And it's like a slow motion as this bullet just leaves your gun, goes through this huge distance and just drops. Drops in the air as gravity starts to pull it back down. And it connects firmly with this skull around this guy's um, leather cord around his chest and it just explodes. He instantly turns, snaps his head up and looks at where the shot came from and brings his gun up and then it's like, he just stops. I would say Krant, Krant's got a cigarette in his mouth as well. Nice. He pauses in like mid-action pose gun kind of like cocked towards you over this huge distance and he's just watching like I love, I love. My He's God. waiting for your response. There's a beat, a pause. Is like he's eyeballing you. You're eyeballing him over this distance. He lowers his gun, swigs from his bottle, throws it onto the dirt floor, stares at you across the distance, walks. I put the gun over my shoulder and start walking towards him. As you start walking towards him, he walks towards you. Um, he's there's a stagger to him now, like he's a li- he's clearly half cut. He gets to like the corral fence, uh, swings a leg over, climbs over. You guys walk him with Krant as he walks towards this chap. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk with it. Mm-hmm. As you guys walk towards him, you can see um, this guy is Hispanic. He's got a wonderful mustache and a little soul patch. Um, his hair is windswept. He's probably in his forties, although he looks very healthy and quite young. Um. And he's staggering all over the place. Weapon-wise, he's clearly carrying a pistol and he's got a hunting knife that looks pretty dangerous. Uh, You can just see poking from underneath his poncho. And um, he just stops, I don't know, a yard in front of him. He ain't got a skull anymore. No. Uh, And he just goes, why'd you shoot my skull? Grand Dupont, well met. Gustavo Ortega, and he kind of hiccups. Good shot. Why'd you shoot my skull? Just uh, showed off my new gun. Hmm. I see uh, you're a good shot yourself. Hmm. His eyes are like glazed. It's like he's got like a real processing delay. He's clearly like really drunk. You tell it later. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I can shoot. And for worse to wear. Mm. What'd you say? You've been uh, fighting the Nephilim. Yeah. Mama Ortega. It's what we do. We're never born slayers. We've come to end the Nephilim. Hmm. Me and my compadres. She, Egg, Clyde the Noose. Howdy. Gustavo. My name is Egg. Mm. You look like you're drunk. 
You look like you're green. Yeah, I, I am green. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you know who Damascus Romeo is? I don't care. I need more drink. And uh, if you think you're a good shot, I'll, uh, yeah, I guess. And he starts to walk back. We're gonna shoot some, some Nephilim tonight. You think you are your game? Think you're good enough? Mm, he stops. And he turns and he kind of like, hmm. He sends you a look. Like there's some processing going on here and that there's a sadness almost to his response. And he just says, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm not fighting tonight. Now, uh, Mr. Ortega, my name is Shishi Oizawa, and I can tell that we're both uh, not from uh, these parts here, so we uh, we got something in common. Another thing we got in common is we like to drink after a victory. Now, uh, I can tell you, you're going to enjoy that whiskey or whatever it is you got, tequila, rum, you know, gin. We're going to enjoy that together once we uh, take care of that Nephilim. How about that, sir? I got plenty of script in my pocket. We know a little bar that's got plenty of whiskey, plenty of beer here, and maybe I even hear they're going to get some chicken milk. Chicken milk. Make a convince check. Um, target number 22. Fuck. Can I, can I boost that at all with the... Seeing as I shot the skull off of him. Yeah, I would I say... that he's... Um, the Nephilim How good link. his shot is. Yeah. I'll give shot. you advantage based on Lee's phenomenal shot. So it's, it's uh, still target convince, number 22. Convince and... Convince and intellect. Oh, that's a straight zero. Let's see what I pull out. Uh, <laughs> a three? <laughs> he just turns and starts walking back to his corral. Anyone else want to chip in at this point? Did you do the... Did you do it with advantage? advantage? Oh, what? Pull another one? Yeah, pull another. And also, if anyone wants to make a history check, you've got a target number of 14, because his name might ring a bell to some of you guys. History. History, um, which would be, I think that's got to be expertise, but it's not. It's academic. It is academic. So history, intellect, target number 14. Hang on. Where is academic? Uh, Academic is the top top one. I got 14. All right. Anyone Hang else on. up there? Too? History and intellect. Mm. Yep. And Sean, did you do your advantage, Flip? Did you get 22? Yeah, it was a seven. <laughs> okay. It's an eight from me. Okay. Here's what you know, Clyde. Um, the Ortegas are super famous. They're a super famous family um, of Nephilim hunters. They actually have their own... Um, uh, like hometown almost called Latigo, which the guild kind of like supports out in the Badlands. And this is where the family are based and they are the top Neverborn Slayers of Malifaux. They're highly experienced and as a family, they take on the horrific creatures of the Badlands. You would know... The Gustavo 
he's been cast out. He's quite the family are famous, and you've probably read some press of um, even back home, Earthside, that Gustavo was cast out of his family for failing to kill a Neverborn during a hunt. It looks like he froze, and one of his siblings was badly injured. His pride was his downfall. Um, but it is said that the deepest wound of his soul is that he can't return home to Latigo. So it looks like he's drinking it away and he's ended up here. He's got this um, corral and he's clearly got some skills, but he's clearly a monster hunter, but he's pissed as, as anything. And he's got some work to do to kind of work through that. Uh, I'll go uh, a bit far from home, aren't we? He's walking back and he gets to the corral uh, fence and he goes to like climb over it and he kind of like slips and falls over into his side of the corral and he just grunts and groans and he gets back up and he's like, yeah, this is home now. Good day. Yeah, bye. And he starts to walk to pick up the bottle that he threw at the floor. <laughs> he stops. Uh, Want to roll something? Are you trying to get a specific reaction out of him? Yeah, make him feel like a chicken. <laughs> I don't think we need to roll for that. Yeah, I, d- I don't think it's me. He might get annoyed at me. He stops, turns, looks at you. And um, yeah, if, he, if he ever turns nasty on any of them, though, I will raise my <laughs> rifle to him, shoot mm. him straight in the throat. He um, <laughs> he crouches down, picks up his bottle, and just chugs it whilst eyeballing you, um, egg. And like it's vodka, and like vodka is dribbling down his chin as he's swallowing it as fast as he can. And he backs up a step while still looking at you, and kind of trips again, slips, and falls onto his ass. And lands in like a cloud of dust on the, onto the dirt, and swigs once more from the bottle, and just lies down in the dirt, looking at the sky, like eyes closed. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay, Mister? You don't look so good. Uh, no response. You need me to take you back to your shack of shame? <laughs> <laughs> no response. I guess we have to go kill all the never bomb and take all the glory. We should probably take him back. He yeah. don't look so good. Do I normally had to put my mama into bed when she had her drinking spell. Do we know she what used the... to call them Tuesday? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, are you trying? Uh, I, you said something there that you could take a roll on. It's still twenty-two, Sea of Ash. A roll of twenty-two. Target number twenty-two on any social skill. Social skill. Which I'm guessing intimidate, deceive, convince, bewitch, barter. Is there something we're missing? Because like, I figured if we're three in anything, that's amazing. That's like we're really fucking leveled up. And the That's highest number we can 22 get... 22 is up. highly improbable. Oh, okay. um, highly, highly improbable. The maximum number is 12, it, right? 12 yeah, plus this, 10 is yeah. 22. Right. Even if we had 3 and 3... We could never I, get it. I, I've got 4 and something. 
Oh, okay. You can keep leveling stuff up. So, and like, I've got six in uh, with that long shot. I had a four and a two. So yeah, but even even the highest number you can get from uh, the card, the straight card, card the Joker, right? Yeah. The Joker would would do it, and I guess that's why it's improbable. Fair enough. Okay. It's very hard. Uh, this guy, if you can't tell, is very addicted to alcohol. He, he he's a drunk. I got uh, well. I got deceivers. What? He's still got... a good. Sh- he's still a good shot, though. He's a great shot, and you would know that he would be highly trained as a monster hunter. He's like creme de la creme. It's just something's gone wrong, and so he's just sank into booze. Thirteen. Uh, you have advantage because of Lee's shot. You still got that. Advantage. That helps. No, I can't. It's uh, um, 11. 11 or 13. Anyone else Egg- want to chip in? No, Egg will wander over and he'll put him in the recovery position. Like, Egg's been... It's weird Egg is so adept at doing this. That's oh, really that's, sad. It. that's sad. That is sad. Um, you put him in the p- position. He's actually <laughs> asleep at this point. Just He's asleep. Uh, and he's not resistant. You just put him in the recovery position. And like Egg will take his bottle away with him, and but he won't say anything else. He'll just walk back to everyone else like a normal thing happened. What Aww. gun does he have? Um, he has a clockwork pistol. Clockwork. You ain't pistol. gonna take his gun from him. Well, if I do, and I tell them where we are, then he has to come get it at the front line and help us kill the Neville. Yeah, but if he's that drunk, passed out, he won't wake up till the morning or early hours of. How would you know? I don't know. I can guarantee you won't remember any of it. No, no, that can't be. No, um, no, I, I won't let you take his gun anyway. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, you saw me nope. shoot that skull. I'll shoot you in the throat as well. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just leave a note. Tell him where we're going, I guess. I think we need to get him safe because he's going to be outside. We don't know where he lives, Otherwise. do we? Yeah, the uh, corral's got him. like a shack. Yeah, so we'll just... I'll, I'll pick him up. It could be yeah, quite yeah. nice. It's just run down. I'll put him over my shoulder. Okay, you, you take him um, into the corral shack he's um quite he's big but um you you can do it and you kind of like kick the door open and you can see that the place is kind of simple and unloved and not trashed not disgusting but it just needs some attention and you kind of put him to rest on like one of the um he's got like a sofa like chair thing you kind of like just rest him down on that and he's fast asleep is there any vodka about uh there are bottles all over yeah, the we'll place we'll take that though okay you cut him off from the obvious sources of um his problem not all of it just some you just take some of the spirits away and there's lots of bottles around in different stages of um being drunken drunken We'll take the full ones. Cool. <laughs> okay, you can have four or five different bottles of spirits to your collection. Um, and you leave Gustavo Ortega um, as he starts to snore as he's passed out. Quite is he, sadly. Is he safe in there? Yeah, he's safe. Um, we'll say that, you know, 
you can put him back in the recovery position. Can, can we leave a note for him just saying to find the four strangers in town? Yep, you do. Leave a note on the like coffee table by him. And you leave Gustavo there. Um, the last question really is, you know, where are you planning to stay tonight? You've got Katie's flop house in the central district and you could try the Night Vow Saloon in the entertainment district. Yeah, I thought we, we were going. To, yeah, I thought we were going there. Yeah, should we try the night vow? So you walk on, and you can see that you know, um, night is starting to come now as the sun starts to set, and you can see that the entertainment district has a bit more life about it. The gas lights are being lit, and people are starting to return from work. Basically, um, there is a small gathering of of people walking into the district looking for food looking for entertainment looking for booze looking to gamble but there's still like it's not as busy as you'd expect you would assume because of the low-lying like pressure of the night uh, um and the attacks that may come with it and you make it back to the night veil saloon and um the gambling tables are um some of them are being used. You've got uh, Derek is still, Derek Poe is still behind the bar. There is no sign of um, the Widow Ferris. And this place is starting to come alive. Mr. C, are you going to do the talking here? I, I, you want me to do it? Well, uh, Eg, I think uh, I think you need to save your talking for later on. So let me uh, let me see, Mister Derek. How about here. Clyde? Okay, I'm up for that. I'm not gonna take all the talking there, but Clyde, you gotta know that uh, you gotta get a good bargain for these uh, these here rooms, all right? Yeah, my feet are tired, Mister Clyde. Make sure they got those comfy chairs with those those little things you can put on your feet. They're like little feet pillows. Slippers. They're the ones. I want some slippers. Right. I want two, though. Not gonna pull out like, with one like the last damn place. Right. I go to the guy. To the bar. So Derek's behind the bar. He sees you. Um, and he says, um, Good afternoon. Oh, uh, what can I get you? I'm looking for. Was it four rooms or one room? One room with four people? What do you reckon? Bit of spoonage? <laughs> I'm looking to uh, house four people overnight. What's your best deal that we can get from you? Well, the third floor is off uh, off limits. Third floor it is. Mine two slippers. No, it's <laughs> off limits. The widow Ferris lives on the third floor with Fantastic. Um, the third doctor. Floor. Cheers. The <laughs> no, okay. <fine>. Second, <laughs> second floor. Second we could, floor. you know, yeah, we've rooms on the second floor. Right. Uh, there are uh, one script fifty a night for a room. One room ha- ha- has four people. Two. I'm only little. He's only little. Right. Okay. Still need two rooms though, so okay. There'll be three, three script. We're on the two rooms uh, next to each other, if you wish, sir. Well, yes, but we're here on the the mayor's instruction, and he said to tell you that he'll give you us a discount 
Some of them have deceive. Oh fuck! Deceive <laughs> cunning. I mean, you did just tell an open lie. You can't <laughs> just be like. I'll tell you the target number. Deceive cunning. Uh, Four hundred eighty-one. Eleven. Ooh. Okay, so it's a plus three. Huh. Oh, uh, sixteen. He's like um, the the mayor said that. That's yes. strange. Well, we um, are helping him tonight against the Neverborn. You see, in these. I mean, Neverborn. like the Widow Ferris is running against him. Uh, well. You would Fine, have to take know. up with him tomorrow, I guess. I'd do it half price, one dollar fifty, and yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, and two slippers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there might be slippers in the room. Check the cupboards. Um, right. Okay. And um, he gives you some keys that, and the room numbers are on the keys, and you can go up into the second floor and inspect your rooms you've got two rooms that are next to each other there isn't an adjoining door but the rooms are quite nice um this is clearly the better place to stay in town it looks like the third level is reserved pretty much for the widow and defresny didn't you say it was going to be difficult to get a room here i did i did but um you want to get on with it (laughs) no no i don't um I, I think it would I was thinking about something heavier than what I was what I meant. It's not that difficult to get a room on the second floor. I was thinking like long term arrangements, it would be more difficult. But oh, okay. for short term, yeah, you're fine. And you've got nice, comfortable rooms. Um so you rest, you do whatever you want to pass the time. Uh, you get some food. I, toy, I tinker with my shotgun. I need to say I do that because definitely tinker I've with got your shotgun. Spend half an hour doing something, and you come down refreshed, recharged, and um, are you walking to the well as like seven o'clock starts to come round? God, I, I guess don't... we can pass by the well on the way to the constabulary, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. You start walking. Um, I also craft my um, nitroglycerin <laughs> dynamite. Do you? You must need to fucking roll for that. No, it it just does like auto it craft. In, it just it's, says in explosives. I'm not sure if there's a roll. Wait, let me see if I got. So explosives intellect is used for creating and using bombs. You've got to make a pull to create yeah, something. Yeah, you'd have to. To see how Surely. stable it is, probably. Oh, yeah. No. So you're just gonna toy around <laughs> with that in the room. Yeah. Oh, All right. <sighs> I so tell me One what you're making, just and I'll in just... the corner or something. Yeah. You know, slyly bent over, just like you know. And then tell me what you're making. Eh? Diddling dynamite in the corner. I'm gonna make diddling uh... dynamite. <laughs> 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 so I, I'm gonna use uh, like jar-based nitroglycerin explosives, where uh, a a trigger or a charge will like potentially a light will go in there and it'll ignite the explosive substance uh, and it'll burst out shattering glass and explosives everywhere how many you make him uh four target number 11 it's challenging that's because because of the scale you'd like four okay i'm gonna say target Uh, number 11 plus one uh, so it's gonna be ten. I'll tell you what. Let's just let's 
bung one of my I'll burn one of my wildcard thingies. Yeah. So um very quietly, with tongue sticking out and cone shaped head pointing up, you um make four glass explosives. I look look like normal mason jars because I've got that Brilliant. ability that I took yeah. last time. Love it. You've got four jars, mason jars full of explosives that look benign. <coughs> so you guys uh, leave the Night Vale Saloon. Um, as you leave, you can see that the widow is again on her third floor landing, just watching, looking down, uh, considering, you know, her clientele in thought, really. And she just sees you guys and nods at you as you leave into the street. And you can see that the Night Vale Saloon's booming with trade. And at this point, it's picked up in the hour or so that you've had to rest and the streets are there are people around but um and you leave the entertainment district and start walking back to the central district which is quieter you do pass a patrol um but they leave you and you reach the well at the centerpiece and sitting on the steps of the well and i don't know if i explained this clear enough before but the well has got a lid to it like um uh, rain cover. Yeah, like a metal rain cover on top, preventing anyone from just like jumping Drop free or dropping explosives <laughs> down there. Yeah. And sitting on the steps with the ivy crawling up the the tower, uh the tower, the the pillars, and with carved cherubs on the pillars, is Alison Dade. And um she stands up when she sees you guys and and kind of like runs over towards you. And she's like, Hi, hey, um, have you got my disguise? I hand her the wooden mask. Okay. If if creepy looking, I thought you'd like it. Yeah, but what are we gonna say? Why am I wearing? Well, then she, and then she looks at Clyde, who's also wearing a mask. And um, uh, she will also have the Kabuki mask as well. And I'll put the mask on to say, like, we're all in this together. Oh, it's a thing. Mm. Egg will grab a handful of dirt and rub it into his face. <laughs> and then Alison looks over at Crant Dupont, who picks up a cow poo and like, rubs it. <laughs> Cannon. Nice. Cannon. Cannon. He's was, not uh, here to defend he's it. Not, yeah, he's not here to defend it. I just uh, literally wait. caught the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cow pats. What? It's okay, we'll call him Pat. So everyone <laughs> seems to... Um, They've given um, the mask to uh, Alison Dade. Um, she's pulled out the kabuki mask. Uh, Clyde's got ha- his half mask on and Egg covers his face in dirt. So it's like a thing. What are you using as some sort of like mask club thing? Um, or are you not? Is there any, Do you smile? Is, is that it? You just smile as hmm. you're disguised. Is there any uh, like, um, like Hessian sacks? about <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh like scarecrow um yeah i reckon yeah you can acquire a hessian sack pretty easily <laughs> so everyone's in disguise apart from egg yeah he's got a lucky he probably needs it almost as much as clyde um i got you i got your present as well what have you got yes uh, and he'll thrust the pen towards her oh that is Amazing and wait, like wait, wait, she. Wait, 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 hold it away from yourself and press that button there. No, I, I know what this is. This was in Professor Wicker's shop. Um, and she presses the button and the knife comes out of it. 
And she's like, this is brilliant. Thank Egg. Thank you. No I'm problem. I, I got it because it brings out the color in your eye. And she just smiles at you. And um, she kind of like reaches down and gives you a hug. And then it's a quick hug, but she does give you a hug. And then she stands up. She says, Egg, thank you. Um, maybe it will help me next time I'm tied up by thugs. We do look like we're about to rob somewhere. Is this is this going to work? Well, uh, Ms. Dade, uh, now going forward, uh, if uh, we think the constabulary and the mayor is in on your kidnapping, we may need to refer to you as a code name. Now, uh, we've had a few names been flying around, and how about tonight you go under the name Romeo Damascus? Um, maybe... Juliet Damascus? <laughs> well, uh, there doesn't seem to be many females around this here, uh, parts, and no offense to all the ladies. A lot of them seem to be in different types of work. Not many of them seem to be warriors, if you catch my drift. Uh, a lot you of the ladies... <laughs> town that much. Well, I'm just saying, we've we've been by the entertainment district, and a lot of those ladies there are either maids or prostitutes, and, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen many warrior females, and if we want to keep you undercover, maybe we need to uh, pretend that you be a male, just for tonight, you know, undercover-like. <laughs> she, I, I take umbrage to that. You can call me Boudicca. <laughs> that Boudicca, we will settle with. I like that. Boudicca. Because it's mm. got, like, dick in the end. Mm. Let's do I, this. <laughs> I don't mean any offense by this, but uh, obviously y'all going to want to keep quiet in here. You're going to roll up to the mayor's mansion or wherever it is we're going, the constabulary. You keep your mask on. I'll have my mask up on my head. Uh, say, uh, the same with uh, Crant Dupont, because the mayor has uh, spoken to us. He knows who we are. We'll introduce ourselves. You'll be Boo Dicker, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> I think um, you basically can find a patrol on the streets and just join them with the paperwork. Okay. So um, you Is there wonder about this well that we noticed before we go anywhere. Um, nothing no weird noises. No, no. creepy undead no. things coming out. No, like imagine like Egg is walking up to this well as you're about to walk and leave. So and you have to drag him away. <laughs> I just want to drop this jar down here. Just... Whoa now, Egg. How about we uh, find out a little bit more what's going on there? Maybe later on you can uh, put your jar down the well. Uh, Alison does say you, you won't get access to that well easily. Maintenance is restricted to the most trusted agents of the mayor. You... Oh, I got a way in. <laughs> <laughs> Technically he does. And, like... <laughs> yeah, love it. And um, it doesn't take you guys long. Uh, where are you looking to join a patrol? Which district? Central, marketplace, entertainment, or industrial? Surely uh, we're heading towards the marketplace because that's close. There's no point us patrolling the industrial no? zone because that's too far away from there. Yeah, you want to okay. be where the action is, the, don't we? Yeah. What's it called? That burnout area? The smolder. The smolder. Yeah, we mm. need to be near the smolder. It doesn't take you long before you find um, three guild... Um, not guild, sorry. Three constabulary um, guards, and you show them the paperwork, and reluctantly they agree to let you join their patrol through the marketplace and around the smolder and back in a loop back to the marketplace. Um, on the it's... on the way there, can we? Uh, can mm. I be on the lookout to uh, see if that guy that 
we let live if he's here or not. You can. Uh, oh just, yeah, the one that ran away. The one that ran yeah. Away the... I guess from you then, I would like a notice cunning. Um... Can I do that as well? Yeah, you can all do it. Notice cunning. We don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, notice cunning. Difficulty eight is routine. Oh, I've absolutely obliterated that. I got twelve plus uh, cunning plus. There's two. no sign of him. There's no <laughs> sign of him. Um, you mean, you I, I nailed it. You what did, you yeah. and you're comfortable in the knowledge that the marketplace is very deserted, and the smolder itself is devoid of people. It's just you guys as you start to hit the smolder, and it's creepy. Um, it's dark. There's the wreckage of all these burnt out buildings. Uh, and this is actually where the Black Pony was, was that was apparently burnt out and the 12 people died and then the old founder vanished. This was where it was. This is where the smolder probably comes from, the name. And you start patrolling. I guess, um, are you looking to, are you just, on the watch or are you looking to do any more as these constabulary are basically they're talking to themselves you are basically they're not particularly hospitable to your presence you look fucking weird to them and um they're kind of walking a little bit ahead of you guys on their patrol basically pretending that you're not there are you looking to draw any attention or are you just literally scouting seeing what you can spot we're looking for Nephilim, right? We're yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah just... we should make, make an, uh, draw their attention, making them aware that we're there for that reason. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe maybe Krant is probably the best person to do that. We might have a look at the building of this black pony, have a little look at the building if we're close to it, just see if there's any interest in... Uh, it's things. very destroyed. It's literally just charred um wooden posts and it's there's not much left it's an actual wreck so basically i can either take wilderness cunning or notice cunning um how long are you prepared to be doing this for how many hours i assumed it's till the nephilim came because apparently they come every night so okay you're going to work through the night um what is it wilderness or and cunning and or wilderness or wilderness cunning or notice cunning I think both of those are... Pre- Where's Notice? They're all expertise skills. Uh, yeah, pretty bad. I got a nine. nine? Cunning, did you say? A cunning, yeah. Uh, so it's just minus two. I got an eight. Oh, we can't okay. take anything from the deck. Uh, it's an uh, 11. An 11? That's pretty good. Anyone beat an 11? I got a 9. Okay. So on an 11, that would be a challenging level. The guards don't notice it. Basically, you patrol for four hours. You go through boredom, tedium, uh, annoyance, and then moments of just... Sheer focus, and the guards are kind of annoyed, very openly irritable, especially when Egg starts singing. Um, it doesn't stop, it's literally from the moment he starts walking. Like, what song Egg is he singing? Basically, 
He's in, he's invented dubstep without knowing it. Uh, it's just all mouth. That sounds so annoying. My name is. Mama said. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a bangerang coming. I knew it. Fucking um, it that. You leave the marketplace periodically and just keep swinging back round. Uh, four hours in, Krant, as you're coming back through the smolder, um, kind of not far actually from the Black Pony, you instantly see a shape a big shape flicker amongst the wreckage come in hard in from the eastern side um then you see another shape no one else has noticed it yet these are probably as large as you um where's the and black pony the black pony is towards the bottom end of the smolder the southern tip of the smolder okay and um then you just see a shape on a roof of a building that's still somehow up and it's humanoid and it's very dark, but you just see its movement and you see like the flicker of wings. And then you see a much larger shape. I'll reload and ready my long rifle. Do you call out to us? Yeah, do you tell us? put my hand up to stop everyone the guards don't stop because they're a little bit further ahead but your companions do are there any pebbles on the floor um yeah i'm gonna pick one up and throw one at them and okay get get their attention but like be pointing military style (laughs) as you're doing this one of the shapes on the roofs they're kind of like crescent shaped spacing of like being spread out in front of you it they're roughly around four of them are roughly around like your height but skinny it looks like from what you can tell in the dark and everyone else suddenly in your group kind of like is you know weapons drawn looking ready starting to see movements on in the rooftops maybe like a red glint of an eye maybe and in the middle just as you pick up this stone and are about to throw it a much larger shape bigger than a human rears up on the top of one of the ruined carcasses of a building it's probably 10 foot tall um how far away is it i would say it's 30 35 foot away it just rears up onto the building and it just opens up a huge wingspan and you can see that it's got these curved horns that are uh, like a bull's horns but they're curved down and it opens up its mouth and just lets out a roar as you lob this stone it connects with one of the guard's shoulders he turns around at you in panic and then sees this shape They've got, their guns are drawn and this is a mature Nephilim and I can probably show you what one of those looks like. Oh no, I can't. Like the moment it roars, can I shoot it? 
Like, I'm not going <laughs> to hang around. So I'm I was going to say, you're already aware of it. I'm aware of making those guys aware. So, yeah, you guys are free to fire. The first up. thing I'll do is just, like, as soon as it goes right, eggs are going to be like, boom. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.